Hey, listeners, welcome to another episode of the Kids Ministry 101 podcast. We're so glad to have you listening today. You know, one of our goals here at the podcast is to form, instruct, and inspire you as you lead in your ministry. We know that these are difficult times. we That's not news to anybody. We've all been struggling, but a lot of us have been finding new ways to do ministry. And so we are excited at Lifeway Kids because we have a new webpage, which you may have seen. But if you haven't, you have to go check it out and you have to send your friends there. It is called lifeway.com slash kids ministry from anywhere. Lifeway.com slash kids ministry from anywhere is a new landing page. When you get there, you'll find a fun video from me, as well as a video from Jana Magruder, who's the director of Lifeway Kids, and Brian Dimbozik, where we are sharing words of challenge and encouragement with you about how you can continue to minister well, even if you can't meet in person. And so that webpage has some eBooks, it's got some training videos, it has a, a strategy that we've outlined there for you, uh, along with ideas. And really we want to encourage you with ideas about what you might do. Ministry is different for each of us in our own contexts. We, it, it's similar in that we all have the same goal of connecting kids with the Lord, connecting them to Christ, uh, and, and, and transforming hearts in children so that uh, we're not just modifying their behavior, but we're looking to generate true heart transformation through uh, faith in the Lord Jesus. And so that we have in common. What that looks like can be very different from one church to the next and from one town to the next. That's where we need to not give you a, a prescription for exactly what to do, but to give you a, a challenge so that you can determine what you might do in your church and in your context to serve your kids and your families. So as we talk about that today, I want to invite and introduce you to uh, to a relatively new member of the Lifeway Kids team. It's probably been a lot longer than I think because we've been in COVID for so long. But let me introduce to you all Kimba Campbell, who is the publishing team leader for Bible Studies for Life Kids in Preschool. So Kimba, hello, greetings. Hello, so glad to be here with you. Today. Welcome, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Now tell me, okay, I say relatively new to the team. Has it been a year already? I started last October. So okay, so just a about a year. Almost a year, Which yes. I suppose technically is relatively new, especially since the last six months are like a time warp. Exactly, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The last six months has been very different. So, sure. Kimba, you've, you, you lead our Bible Studies for Life kids team. And so you're overseeing uh, the work that we're doing there with that resource. But you're also uh, a kids ministry leader. You've been in the church Tell us a little bit about your experience in the church and, and uh, what you've done. Yeah, so I grew up in Texas, and I'm an Aggie. If we have any Aggies out there, Giggum Aggies. Um, but I <laughs> Texas has a whole bunch of those like Giggum, Hookum, Sickum. There's a bunch no, of Ums in Texas. Them, All that em. stuff. <laughs> Giggum Aggies. You Texans. <laughs> We got to all stick together. It's definitely Texas pride for sure. <laughs> um, but I went to Southwestern um, Theological Seminary in Fort Worth. And then after seminary, I worked at a church in Austin, Texas. But God has given me an opportunity to, to travel a lot, mm. to move around with my husband's job. So I have been on church staff in Savannah, Georgia, in the Bay Area, in California, um, and then in Texas, like I mentioned, and then now I'm here in the Nashville area. So um, I was, I've was i been a children's minister, a preschool minister. I've done both children and preschool at some churches. 
And then, like I said, been at Lifeway since last October, um, but actually just been in this new role, the Postling Team Leader for Bible Studies for Life since July. So mm-hmm. this is a new position for me, um, but just excited to be here with you today. Well, and we are so thrilled to have you on the team. You, you have a wealth of experience from all those places where you've been. You know, we say um, with uh, with Bible study, it, you know, in biblical studies, that context is king. We need to study the text in its context. But that's so true of all of our jobs as well. So all the different churches that you've seen really help you have a unique perspective to see how things are in Texas or Georgia or California or Tennessee to see similarities and differences. And I'm sure that you have had a variety of experiences in all those places. Yes, absolutely. It's it's very, been very different, but I'm excited about the opportunities that God's given me and just excited to be here at Lifeway. You know, this is just seeing ministry from a different perspective mm-hmm. versus, you know, on church staff. So it's really neat to see the ideas that we have and then see them come alive, you know, in production a year later is going yeah. to be a part of. Yes, yes. And great things happening in our publishing teams and the team that you lead. So that's that's exciting. And of course, listeners, we want to encourage you to check out Lifeway Kids resources. If you're not sure which is right for you, we have a website for that at lifeway.com or, or I'm sorry, at teachkids.lifeway.com where you can take a look at our different resources and decide which one is the best fit for you in your context. But of course, Kim is looking to direct you towards that Bible Studies for Life yes. Kids resource, <laughs> which is all written on uh, age appropriate learning and the levels of biblical learning. It's a fantastic one. So so, Kimba, all the places you've been and in uh, and, and the, the time that you've had in kids ministry, have you ever seen a season like we're in right now? Of course, the answer is probably <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I, I had no. I mean, I never in my wildest dreams thought that churches and everything would shut down. Mm. In fact, I we've talked about this. Um, the first day that we had a COVID case here in the Nashville area, mm. my son sent me a text and he said, first COVID case no school question mark. And I literally said wishful thinking. There's nice no try, way they're going to close schools and close churches. And, you know, so all of this, this has been a unique season for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And for a while, you know, I think most of our response was kind of to pull back and to wait. Uh, there was a little scramble at the beginning for what can we put online so that we can, you know, continue to reach our kids at home. But we all thought that was a temporary thing. And it's right. gone on much longer than anyone would have thought. And... Here we are today where some churches are beginning to gather again, maybe in a limited capacity and others may not, but ministry could look very different going forward. So what's your read on that? What, where do you see we are and what do you think is around the corner? You know, I think every church is in a different situation and it depends on where you live. You know, some churches are starting to meet in person. Um, I know my church is meeting in person, but then we still have some families that are just not ready yet. They're just not ready to come back. But then there's other parts of the country, depending on where you live, that, you know, you are still 100 percent from home. Um, I think it is so important to realize, though, that. It's easy to get in that mindset of, okay, I'm just going to kind of push pause in ministry right now. I'm just not going to, you know, we're just going to kind of slide by a little bit. And we can't afford to do that. Mm. We cannot half-heartedly do ministry. Um, We have to continue to press on and to think of creative ways of how can we best minister to these families. And I think time and time again, of all seasons, this is the time that we need to have that sense of urgency more so than other times, that what we do really matters. Mm. 
mm-hmm. that we have the amazing impact that we can impact these kids, but we also can impact families' lives. Mm-hmm. And I think that, um, you know, right now there's so many families that are struggling, you know, of they're, they're fearful. They might be, you know, sick themselves or worried about aging, you know, grandparents. You know, some families have maybe lost a job, yeah. have had to move. Um, so many unknowns and, and kids, you know, so much of their world has been canceled. I yes. know my, my kids, I have, <laughs> I have three kids and I know this summer it was just like every week that was something else that was canceled. Okay. This trip was canceled. This camp was canceled. And we have to know, we have to remind kids that God is in control mm. and that he loves us unconditionally, that we, we can't cancel, you know, their soccer team might be canceled. Their camp might be canceled, but we cannot cancel ministry. The gospel is not canceled. Yeah. So I think what we do really matters. It Without a doubt. And I, but and I think there, um, that, I love that sentiment you just expressed because and that's exactly how I feel and how our leadership at LifeWay Kids feels is, you know what, this is an obstacle, but we can't be stopped, right? Kids ministry is something that we can't just quit. The church can't right. quit. The kids ministry can't quit. And that's why we came up with the, the idea of kids ministry from anywhere. You know, with our, a lot of our jobs, we've been working remotely. We call it WFA, work from anywhere. We need to do KMFA, kids ministry from anywhere. And again, that may look different for, for different ones of us, depending on where, where we are and what we do. But there's there's a little bit of a, a mindset that we have to adapt, isn't there? That uh, Or adopt, I'm, I'm not sure which is the right word, but let's, let's adopt both. and adapt <laughs> both things, um, that we need to change our thinking about ministry. Mm-hmm. Because to a, to a large degree, I think that kids ministry has probably been attached to spaces and places, and it kind of depends on kids coming to us. And we prepare for them, and they show up, and we do ministry, and then they leave. And it's during those times that ministry happens. We, we can't afford to think of it that way anymore, can we? That is so true. I think that's where I think we really have to be so creative mm. with how can we best reach these kids but not only their kids, but their their families as well. And I have an, an I teach uh, fourth and fifth grade girls at my church, and one little girl this past Sunday was baptized uh, because of a at home VBS. How cool is that? Church, <laughs> isn't that cool? I just thought that was so amazing. So to me, I think it's so cool that we are bringing church to the neighborhoods. We're bringing church to homes. Um, we're meeting kids where they're at and that she accepted Jesus this summer and became baptized. So How great. I think we had to just be totally creative with what we do. Yeah. I, you know, for me, I just in meditating and thinking about what it, what it is we're up against. And, you know, we've not seen anything like this before. I think of the Apostle Paul in the years he was imprisoned and he wrote four epistles during that time. And, and if he had not been jailed, it's possible that we may not have had those books. And how many millions and millions of people have been impacted by the teaching that Paul wrote down when he was imprisoned. So it says to me, not being able to gather in person is really not a reason for us to not continue ministry. We do have to get creative. Absolutely. Absolutely. And like I said, I think we have the great opportunity to minister not only to that individual child, but to the family. Um, mm. I know of so many parents that, you know, they they might have strayed off and not really invested in church. And then they have that little one. They have that baby in their arms and they, they decide, okay, I want my kids to be, you know, in a church. And so I think this is our season 
to help families realize how important church is, that it's, it's not necessarily the building that you go to. It is the, the community of believers. And we have to tell, show those kids that they are loved not only by us, their church, their minister, and their teachers, but they are loved by, by their creator, yes. by, by God, and that his love is unconditional. So what a great opportunity that we have right before us. All right. So I want to I want to have you reach into your expertise and, and just give a really personal response to the situation. So as you uh, put yourself back in the roles that you've been in, in the past, your church staff, you're leading the ministry you, and you're confronted with this. How do you approach this problem? And so what encouragement encouragement might you offer to others who are maybe a little paralyzed right now? First of all, I just, I want to share a scripture that mm. God just gave me the other day that I'm going to share. And it's Colossians 2, sorry, Colossians 4, 2 through 4. It says, devote yourselves to prayer, stay alert in it with thanksgiving. At the same time, pray also for us that God may open a door for us for the word to speak the mystery of Christ for which I am chains so that I may make it known as I should. And that scripture really stood out to me because first of all, devote yourself in prayer. Yes. You know, we have got to be on our knees asking God to give us wisdom. How do we lead? How do we best minister to these families? How do we take the gospel when we're so used to kids coming into our building? How do we take it out into the world? Mm. So like that scripture is so right on, like devote yourselves to prayer and then the next section that says, stay alert. Yes. You know, this is our season that we have to be on guard. We have to be alert. And it is so easy to kind of get lazy a yeah, little bit, yeah. you know, kind of push pause, like kind of think, you know what? Okay, maybe we'll open in a couple months. So I'm just going to keep going through the motions. But no, we have to stay alert. <laughs> we have yes. to be watching. And then it also says, pray also that God may open a door so I'm just praying that God will open the doors for these kids' hearts, that the Holy Spirit will just continue to work and move on these little lives and that we get to be a part of that. So I just want to encourage you with that scripture, you know, to devote yourselves in prayer, stay alert, and just pray that God would open up the doors for us for mm. ministry. Well, and fantastic. I think that's so uh, practical. And, uh, and it's very encouraging. You know, that's, we, we should expect obstacles. That's, you know, one of my favorite talk points is I get, uh, get to interact with kids leaders is why are we surprised when difficulty comes? You know, we're promised in scripture that difficulty will come. And it's in those trials that we need to give thanks when they inevitably do come to us. So first of all, let's not be surprised, but let's be prayerful <laughs> and look for that that open door. So what do you see, Kimba, from where you sit? What what kind of doors do you see that that may be open during a season like this? I think it's just our way to really be creative with, with what we can do. And, um, you know, there is so much I, I have listed, like last night I was laying in bed and my brain was just going. So <laughs> I had to get up and like write some ideas down that God just gave me. But, you know, we've talked about, you know, greeting them in the mail at the mailbox. Mm -hmm. So kids love to get mail. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I like to get mail. That's not junk mail, you know, or bills, not bills right. or whatever. <laughs> you know, I like to get like some handwritten notes. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that this is a season that I think is so important to 
not only as the um, minister of your age group, but involve your Sunday school teachers, involve your volunteers, because that child needs to hear from their teacher, from the one that they are actually, you know, having that relationship with. So Mm. I would encourage you, first of all, to like reach out to those volunteers and ask them, you know, write a handwritten note to them. Send in, we've got, I know with Bible Studies for Life, we have the kids' activity pages. Mm-hmm. And one thing I ha- I thought is, you know, mail them every week. Um, I mean, you know, postage is postage, but, you know, it's so minimal when you're not doing other events at your church. You know what, let me just um, say, we, at our church, we use Bible Studies for Life kids. Mm-hmm. My son Tate is in sixth grade, and every single week since this started, his teacher has mailed his uh, one conversation page home from Bible Studies for Life, and every single week there's a little note from his teacher, and it has been so uh, appreciated. He he loves getting mail, like you said, and it just is a really special way that they can maintain that connection. So yeah, there, I know somebody who's doing uh, exactly what you're saying, and I can testify that it's it's valuable to our family. I love that. I love that. And another thing I thought about in addition, just to encourage kids to actually complete it and to read it, um, is to maybe have them take a picture of the completed work. And, you know, if they complete maybe four or so, you know, a month's worth, maybe send them a little treat or a little prize. I mean, yeah. kids like that competition. Yeah, type great thing. idea. So um, we also have devotional magazines. I don't know if you're familiar, everyone, but we've got more and then um, Adventure and Bible Express. Mm-hmm. And those are devotional magazines that come out. So I would encourage you once a month to mail those out. You can kind of do the same thing. Maybe if they could do a whole month, if they, you know, commit to reading it a whole month, that they get a little prize at the end of the month or something. Great idea. So make it a little conversation, little contest for them. Another idea, which I have never done this before, but I know in college, um, we had a decorate your door contest in our dorm rooms. And this is a cheesy idea, but I think it would kind of be fun. It's like with your families, have a decorate your door, your front door, or maybe decorate your mailbox. And then they send pictures onto that Facebook page. You can even have a contest that everyone like votes on their favorite mailbox. I mean, just something social distancing, but it kind of relationship that pulls the team, you know, pulls the kids together. Yeah. It's like, oh, did you see such and such as mailbox? That was so fun. Or, I've <laughs> noticed, you know, just in, we've all gone for more walks during the COVID thing. Mm-hmm. I've noticed uh, several people where the kids have done uh, chalk art in the driveway. And as you're yes. going down the street, you can see these, some of them are are really artistic and, and, uh, and colorful, but to do a decorate your driveway contest with chalk would be a lot of fun. I love that idea, Kimba. Great. Yeah, I just think that would be really fun. So, and our children's minister, I thought this was creative. She did a ding dong ditch is what she called it. Uh-huh. And she delivered ding dongs, like those little, little snack cakes, her snack cake <laughs> little things. Nubbies. Yeah. Yeah. And so she rang the doorbell, left it on the porch and like ran. And it was so fun. She said that several times she got caught by some of the kids. And, <laughs> you know, we all kind of knew she was coming because we had knew some other friends that were, that had been ding dong ditched. So just creative things like that that you can do to kind of make it fun. Um, maybe a Bible reading challenge. Mm. Um, a, you know, encourage your kids to, your, especially your older kids, to read through a book of the Bible. Maybe a books of, books of the Bible challenge. You know, what great time, season, that they can learn the books of the Bible. And if they can quote the books or, you know, they get something at the end. Mm. You know, so just various ideas like that. Um, I also just 
kind of, I mean, so, you know, mailbox, we talked about, you know, of course, inbox, you know, um, another thing is just online, you know, mm-hmm. as we're doing zoom, so many kids are used to zoom. Um, now I know my kids are probably experts at the computer now. To know how to navigate. Better than most adults for sure. Yes. Very true. You know, so just doing different like story times, um, you know, at night, um, before kids go to bed, you could do something once a week. I know our children's minister did that for a while. Um, various scavenger hunts that you can kind of do online. Um, we also, I am so excited. This is about kind of just digital resources, but I am so excited about our at-home resources. Yes. So that, I'll just share a little bit. If, if you have purchased any curriculum for the fall, you get this at-home resource for free. And this is a great resource to equip parents, to empower parents to be a disciple maker for their kids. Um, it comes with a family worship experience. Mm-hmm. It also comes with prayer prompts and then service activities yeah, or just yeah. fun activities. I know for Bible Studies for Life, we've got two activities listed every week. One is like a fun activity just to do to kind of reinforce the lesson. And then another one is a service project that they can do as a family. And I think during the season, what a great time that we can teach our kids that they are the church. Yes. You know, I think kids often think, well, I don't really matter. I just go. But we want them to know that they are the church, that mm-hmm. they can be the church to their neighbor and to other people that they come in contact with. Yeah, great. That resource, uh, by the way, you can find information about that listeners at that URL I mentioned right at the beginning, lifeway.com slash kids ministry from anywhere. In addition to the videos and ebooks, there's some information there about this new free at home resource that we're providing to, to you, the church leader, not so much directly to the family, but that's we, we help you reach them. And so we want to provide you leaders with this at home resource, again, free with any uh, curriculum purchase uh, from Lifeway Kids. And then you distribute that to families so that you can equip moms and dads and caregivers to have these conversations and to do these activities and, and some prayer prompts uh, in the home to really help them disciple their kids uh, on their own during this time with your support. So yeah, that's really exciting. I know we've been working hard to pull that together uh, with all of our teams and it's so fun to see to see it out there and now to start to hear back from some different leaders and families who have used it. So make sure you check that out listeners for sure. Yes, I have heard great feedback from just families that are excited about having it. And it it includes some of our videos that we use, you know, on Sunday morning. It also has a worship song so you can lead your family through worship. So just a great resource for families. I'm excited about that. So, Kim, a great idea is something I want to just call attention to uh, just in passing here is that most of these things are not difficult technology driven ideas. These are simple ways. It's a note in the mail. It's a ding dong on the doorstep. (laughs) It's a a challenge to color your mailbox uh, that we can do to help maintain connection and relationship with with our kids and families. But it can be easy for us to feel overwhelmed by we don't know how to do big technology and so we feel paralyzed. So what, as we close, what, what word of encouragement would you give to leaders who may be feeling overwhelmed right now and in, in possibly struggling with, you know, not knowing what to do? I think, first of all, like I mentioned about that verse, devote in prayer. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's everything that we do has to be grounded in prayer. 
that, you know, just like the verse that says, I'm the vine, you're the branches that, you know, we cannot do anything if we're not connected to him. So we need to pray for wisdom. I also think it's important to not feel like you're alone. Um, You know, there's so much power in people and just surrounding yourself with people to help. I don't want anybody to feel like they're lost and they're alone. So we are here at Lifeway Kids to help you, to support you. But then also, I know, like I mentioned earlier, you know, reaching out to a volunteer, um, you know, that might have a little bit extra time that could help you deliver ding-dongs if you decide to do that. Um, You know, maybe pull together a group at your church just to start brainstorming ideas. Because I I was thinking about, like, this is something that, like, preteen girls would love, for example, that I was thinking about maybe doing with my girls is, because I teach fourth and fifth grade girls, but, you know, maybe deliver to their house on their front doorstep, um, like a, a pamper girl night type thing. So maybe like a foot scrub and a lotion and a fingernail polish, and then maybe get on Zoom All the girls together, they all have their supplies at home and they're doing like a fun girl night, Mm. you know, at home. So, you know, just various things like that. So I would encourage you to pull together maybe a great team from your church and think about some creative, you know, ways like one idea I had, I have three boys. So one idea that I was thinking about is maybe doing a airplane making contest and you could do it on zoom, you know, like the teacher could guide them how to make a great airplane and then, you know, throw it outside and you measure who's went the farthest, you know, in your own backyard. (laughs) So just various things, because the, the key to ministry, we all know this is relationships. Yes. You cannot minister effectively to a child if they do not know that you love them. And I think that building those relationships and what a cool time that we have right now just to be creative and how are we going to build relationships in their own homes Mm. and where they're at. So um, devote yourselves in prayer and then surround yourself with people that can help and to know that you are not alone, that we are here with you, walking every step with you as well. Fantastic. Kim Campbell, thank you so much for your time and for your insights. We appreciate you and glad to have you on the podcast today. Welcome to the team a year. Thank you. Thank you. It's been (laughs) great to be here with you today. I look forward to seeing you in person again someday when we get back to our own space. Listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. I want to invite you all to check out etchconference.com. Our Etch Conference is an annual event that we hold in October. Etch stands for Equipping the Church and Home. And it is our time to encourage preschool, kids, preteen, student, and next-gen leaders with training and equipping in our conference. Normally, we gather in downtown Nashville at the Music City Center in person in early October. This year, the Etch Conference is Etch Live, and it's a virtual, online, real-time experience, and we want you to be there. Because it's online, the cost is much lower. You don't need a plane ticket. You don't need a hotel room. You can bring more people from your team, and we want to encourage you through the Etch Conference this year. Please go and check it out. Kimba, will you be there? Yes, absolutely. There you go. I'm going to be there. I know producer Trey is going to be there. And we are so excited about this experience and what it's going to have for you. So etchconference.com, you can find a list of speakers. You can find information on breakouts and topics and content. And you can register your team. So go do that right now at etchconference.com. And we will look for you on the other side of the chat and the cameras 
for Edge Conference this year in October. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time on another episode of the Kids Ministry 101 podcast.